Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with us, we have a group of good friends from Christina Cultural Arts Center, Ray Avery, the Executive Director, Frank Clay, Board President, and Kim Graham, Education uh, Director. Welcome, the three of you, to this program. Good morning. Good morning. It's always a pleasure to talk about Christina Cultural Arts Center uh, and the rich history associated, Ray. Uh, Seventy years sound like uh, yesterday uh, for those young people like you, but uh, certainly 70 years is 70 years, right? 70 years of, of a nonprofit that has been able to be sustained by uh, people of Delaware is a, is a tremendous um, cause to celebrate. So we're really excited about our 70 years coming mm-hmm. from the uh, Old Sweets Parish House mm-hmm. in East Wilmington uh, for our first 47 years, moving downtown in 1993, mm-hmm. uh, a, a leader in the uh, creation of the Creative District. Um, so we're really excited about, about our anniversary. And excited, Frank, you as the board president, you've been involved with the organization for quite some time. How does it feel to be leading an organization that's been able to be self-sustainable for all those years? It's, It's an accomplishment. It's a real exciting time as we prepare to celebrate our 70th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Christina Cultural Arts Center for over 70 years has been leveraging the arts in a diverse community to make Wilmington a better place to learn, to Mm -hmm. live, Mm -hmm. and just enjoy all the diversity that Christina brings to the table. Right. And um, so, but it's particularly... uh, making a difference with people of color, right? That's the intention. You include everybody, but uh, the mission, and and perhaps, Ray, you want to refresh uh, what's the mission of the Christina uh, Cultural Arts Center. Certainly. The mission of Christina Cultural Arts Center Mm -hmm. is to make certain that everyone, Mm -hmm. uh, irrespective of of age or uh, social class or uh, ethnicity, has the opportunity to experience Mm -hmm. and to be enlivened by by the arts and creative expression. So Mm -hmm. that is our mission. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the center is open to everyone. We have an emphasis on mm-hmm. reaching underserved communities, right. and unfortunately, underserved communities um, in 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 our state and in our in our nation are primarily people of color right. and African Americans specifically. So the mission is not just to serve African Americans, but in serving underserved communities so and reaching them. That that's that, right. that that that's the um the that that's the state of affairs. Right. And um, people of color, let's uh, let's try to bring some numbers, if possible, not necessarily specifics, but uh, give a sense of what Wilmington is all about, where uh, Christina Cultural Arts Center has a place and has made a difference. So my understanding is that African Americans make close to twenty something percent of the population in the city. Is that correct? Oh no, and oh. that's in the state. Yeah, that's true. In the city, Correct. in the city, the city of Wilmington is still predominantly um, African American. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mistake. The so. demographics are are, ch- are changing with people uh, moving um, moving um, to the city of Wilmington and mm-hmm. returning from the suburbs to the city, which are trends that are happening right. um, across the country. But it is still a predominantly um, African American city. There you go. Now, Frank, you were talking about the need of serving that, this community and, and uh, I mean, the community at large, not necessarily one specifically. Um, could you please share with us and, and our audience um, some of the programs and the ideas and intentions that the board has 
and um, becomes like programs. And then maybe, uh, Kim, uh, you want to be more specific in terms of education, if that is possible. So we've provided performing arts and mm -hmm. workforce instruction for the past 70 years. You know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on, that we serve over 2,500 individuals annually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the past 25 years, that's over 50,000 persons that we've we've impacted their lives that's a lot uh, children mm -hmm. and families mm -hmm. one of the things that we're most proud of is that 73 percent of the students that come through our doors stay involved for five years or more mm -hmm. and a full 93 percent of those children mm -hmm. not only graduate from high school but they go on to college and secondary education that's what we're most proud of right and that's education at uh, its best, right, Kim? Um, what could you tell us about uh, the many things education-wise that uh, Christina Cultural Arts Center has and what's the intention of those? One of the programs that we're very proud of is our early education program. Mm -hmm. We run a full-day preschool program. Mm -hmm. This year we added three-year-olds, mm -hmm. so we serve children that are three years old and four. We are a five-star program, which is Delaware's quality rating system for mm -hmm. early education, and five is the highest star, and we've worked hard to achieve that and to maintain that because we understand the importance mm -hmm. of early education in really laying the foundation and predicting the success of children. Uh, the research all points to that. Mm -hmm. And towards that end, we are connected to the Delaware readiness teams, mm -hmm. which are located throughout the state of mm -hmm. Delaware. And those organizations serve to make sure that not only are, uh, the schools themselves involved, but that parents are involved, that the community and businesses are all joining together in what we call the readiness equation mm -hmm. to make sure that our children are successful. So we're doing that work in-house, but also making sure that we're connected mm -hmm. to our fellow stakeholders mm -hmm. in the community to improve education. Now, from a personal standpoint, what is your favorite? We always have like the program that really speaks to our hearts. Is there something that you really like that feel proud about? The, the program that I that I think that I uh, consider my greatest passion is in the area of arts integration. Okay, and it allows us to work within a number of school systems mm -hmm. to help teachers gain greater skills in learning how to reach their children, to engage them, mm -hmm. and increase their academic attainment. And our strategy strategy is using the arts, and so we go in and we train both the teachers and teaching artists mm -hmm. how to utilize the arts as a tool for academic achievement. Is there something, because um, I've been, uh, I haven't seen you doing this for quite some time, Kim. Is there a case, without mentioning names, that comes to mind in, cher in, in terms of this change and engagement that, that uh, maybe brought light uh, to a certain kid that comes to mind? One of the stories that always sticks to my mind is a, a training program that we did through a PNC Grow Up Great grant. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, we trained teachers how to make stories come alive mm -hmm. and to involve their students in mm -hmm. it. And one of the teachers came excitedly to me at one of our trainings and said, every time I sit down for story, my children want to know, are we going to act it out? 
are we going to bring this story alive? So this is a, mm-hmm. a group of four-year-olds who have recognized how much life and vitality is in a book. And we know that literacy provides a key mm-hmm. to all future academic growth. So to be able to give that gift to a teacher mm-hmm. who is then able to give that gift to a child is, is beyond heartwarming. And I imagine looking at those beautiful eyes uh, when when the light uh, it, it turns on, then that that makes makes your day, don't you think? Yes, it's awesome. So every everywhere we go, um, as Kim said, you you know we we have um, we have the opportunity and actually the honor to, to have a sense of fulfillment. But mm-hmm. I can tell you that it's not easy work. Um, yeah, we are no, partnering no. with the uh, mm-hmm. Hicks Anderson Community Center that's in West Center City, mm-hmm. um, a neighborhood that has been neglected for over. 30 or 40 years since I-95, uh, it was really longer than that, 50 mm-hmm. or 60 years since I-95, came through that neighborhood, the riots um, and the aftermath of the um, the uh, murder of Dr. Martin Luther King, and um, and going, you know, and going to partner, uh, they have, um, they have uh sports programs but they don't have arts programming mm-hmm. um and we're working on youth violence prevention and for the first time we had in my um knowledge we had people that refused um to go into go into that community because um because of the the safety issues and, mm-hmm. and and the concerns but we have um we have warriors on our staff that are going there on a weekly basis um the young people um, are getting um, uh, yoga. Mm-hmm. It's taught by Jason. Kim is doing um, urban improv, which is sociodrama to help young mm-hmm. people to develop mm-hmm. a skill set, communications, conflict resolution. Um, Tiana Vaughn mm-hmm. is teaching dance. Um, and so that that that's uh, a testimony to the um, dedication of the staff at the Christina Cultural right. Arts Center. We also have Kaumba Academy that we founded in 1998 that is in its 16th year that has had exponential growth over the last three years yes. growing both in grade span from K to 5 to K to 8 mm-hmm. and in numbers um, from 300 students to over 700 students mm-hmm. and um, uh, great work a lot of growing pains so um, arts for our city's sake is not just a, a catchy uh, slogan for it's our 70th anniversary it's something doing. that we live mm-hmm. um, that we breathe um, and, and that we are inspired by. Let's talk a little bit about uh, that more, uh, Ray, but let me just re-engage with the audience to let them know that you are listening into a new stock, 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for the Delaware State of the Arts radio show. With us, we have Ray Avery, uh, Executive Director of Christina Cultural Arts Center, and also Frank Clay, Board President and Kim Graham, education and director from the same organization. So thanks for listening. And we were talking about the need of change and how the arts can play a role and uh, the programs that you have developed right to that extent. Could you please explain a little bit more or maybe Frank? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tee it up and then, and then uh, Frank um, can jump in here. Um, community engagement is the, is the newest buzzword. Mm-hmm. Um, People, uh, I think people, more and more people are realizing the value and the, and the necessity of engaging disenfranchised communities mm-hmm. uh, and engaging communities that um, are traditional communities, but, they're, but, but, but new people are not as engaged as, as their um, four parents. Mm-hmm. And so community engagement is an, is an art in and of itself. Right. Uh, we, we are, in, are engaged. Um, that's, a, that's a core 
part of our mission, but we've done some new work with the Creative Vision Factory um, mm-hmm. that, that serves and uh, uh, reaches and creates an open, safe place for people that have mental health challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a beautiful wall that reflects the values and the imagery of, of, of people, young people, babies, adults mm-hmm. all over the city in mm-hmm. our new mosaic. Um, so uh, I'm going to turn it over to Frank, but I do uh, just want to underscore that the arts um, are I don't know of any other um, strategy that unifies um, uh, a community and a nation divided mm-hmm. against itself um, other than the, the arts. Wanna- Which is, let me make a parenthesis, and maybe, Frank, you want to talk about that. In this divided nation, because indeed we have a divided nation, where race is in the open and people are not necessarily talking the way we should talk, but our fears about the things that we need to address, about the things that we need to have as, as common ground. Do you think that these kind of programs will have uh, more of a future considering the particular situation, Frank, that we are facing at this time? What do you think? I think traditionally the arts has brought people together of diverse backgrounds. As we see the changes in our government, as we see changes in the demographics in Wilmington with the Creative District, Christina Cultural Arts Center is currently playing a vital role but moving forward we'll pay a even bigger role Mm -hmm. to bring people together from diverse backgrounds so they really understand what the arts can do to provide unity and 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 just close that gap that we see from a cultural perspective Mm -hmm. um in multiple communities one of the things that we're doing in addition to celebrating our 70th anniversary we've been blessed to have ray Jones Avery for over 25 years as our executive director. And that is remarkable. Congratulations on that. It is quite remarkable. I threaten to quit every six months. (laughs) I know you do, but Frank and and the board have been very wise in keeping keeping Ray at the helm. So one of the things that we want to do is, you know, we talk about all the good things that we do at Christina Cultural Arts Center. We can't do it without your listening audience and without the the participation of the community. We want folks to come visit us, to get involved. And one of the things that we want to do is we want to make arts available Mm -hmm. to more students. So in honor of Ray Jones Avery's 25th anniversary, we're actually starting a scholarship fund Mm -hmm. in her honor. Mm -hmm. So we would like people to freely donate. Uh, the gift levels or anything that you'd be interested in. But just for example, um, if you were to donate $1,000, that would provide programming for a student for a year. And we think that would be very, very meaningful, uh, a gift in her honor. But Mm -hmm. more importantly, that one child. It's an impact, a positive impact and might change a life. Absolutely. We, we, we see many stories for children that, you know, visited and participated in the arts at Christina Cultural Arts Center 10, 15, 25 years ago. When they come back, they're bringing their kids, they're bringing their that grandkids. So mm-hmm. it's a multi-generational yeah. impact that we've had. Now, in case of interest, Frank, uh, what do they need to do if uh, there's people listening that want to donate? Is there a place where they need to do so? We make it really easy for you. Obviously, you can drop a check in the mail, but more importantly, visit our website, uh, Christina Cultural Arts Center. Um, Just do a search. Mm -hmm. Um, CCACDE.org. There you go. 
Or just Google, you know. Or you can call them. Christina Cultural Arts Center. Come, they'll come get. By. They'll make the trick for you. But it's just as easy as sending a check, or uh, checking the website and make the donation online. And Absolutely. become a part of a community, a, a, a live, um, active community. So the arts get get people in the door, mm-hmm. but the sense of community and the relationships that are formed keep people with us. So, and, and let me ask you, Ray, the same question that I asked uh, Kim. There's always a story that impacts us, personally speaking. There's always a story that comes to mind when you think about uh, when you're alone at night. You put your jammies on. And you're smiling because you, you, you remember that particular story of uh, arts empowerment that comes to mind. In your case, what is that one? Well, there, there are so many, uh, but I'll, I'll just uh, reflect on the story of a young man named John. He's an, he's an adult now. Mm-hmm. He lived in, in South Bridge uh, when he was growing up um, in, the, in the housing projects, and he, stayed, he, he took classes up for many years and formed friendships. And we uh, reconnected um, on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, a couple of months ago, and he, he told me that, uh, that he learned so much about himself um, at the Christian Cultural Arts Center, and and what it most moved him and what was most moving to me is that um, it didn't matter to us that he that he lived in in the projects. Um, it, it didn't that didn't dictate his future. It didn't dictate his his potential. And so mm-hmm. he because of that because he he knew there were people that believed in him. Um, he's 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 quite successful that's now. That's one so, person. Mm-hmm, that's one person. I have many stories. Graduates, I know we, we yeah. need to bring you for yeah. that, those kind of stories. Yeah, you can bring some of the students. They can tell their they can tell their stories. And that those are we'll do we'll mm-hmm. do one of these days very soon. But in the interim, we're you know running running out of time, and we need to talk about other fantastic program that is coming up. And in this case is uh, Carols, Carols in, in Color. Color, which is celebrating, Frank, 25 years uh, and going strong. Tell us about that. So Carols in Color is the Christmas story told from an Afrocentric perspective. Mm-hmm. I first saw Carols in Color, I want to say 15 or 17 years ago. Okay. And at that time, this year it will be at the Grand Opera House. But the first time I saw it was at the University of Delaware in mm. Mitchell Hall. Mm-hmm. And I've been to many Broadway shows and, and different things, entertaining clients. Mm-hmm. I was blown away mm. by the the acting, by the music, and more importantly, by the dance. It's spiritually uplifting. Everybody should see Carols in Color once in their lifetime. It's a great opportunity for families to get together and to see a wholesome uh, spiritually uplifting mm-hmm. Christmas show, mm-hmm. and with an with a very interesting perspective, which is uh, which speaks to the need of understanding other communities by virtue of sharing their art. There's no better vessel but just sharing time and space with with different communities, so you're able to understand from a different perspective. Now, those listening, uh, Frank, and who want to buy either tickets or or be there. What do they need to do? When is that going to happen? Tickets are, are on sale now at the Grand Opera House. Uh, the um, the number is one eight hundred thirty seven Grand G R A N D in all caps. So uh, tickets are on sale online. Tickets mm-hmm. are on sale through that box office number and also through uh, in person walk up. Right. Um, the tickets are 
uh, $25 to $35, depending on the um, level of seating, and $14.99 uh, um, for students because well, we do want to we do want to make sure it's accessible. We have two great um, sponsors this mm-hmm. year: AARP uh, and uh, Revive the Village uh, United Way Initiative. So they are their sponsorship mm-hmm. makes uh, the tickets helps to keep the tickets affordable, and it also helps to um, provide very low cost tickets for students, which is important, and for no. and for and for elderly people as well. When is that happening? Uh, Sunday, December the 11th at 4 p.m. So you still have time? I mean, yeah, for, for $15 or 25 That's a fantastic program. You have time. I mean, Frank is telling us, I really just want to buy the ticket right now. Because it sounds like they it, sell, it sells out, and not just Christians right, are in attendance. We have Muslims in attendance. We have people that don't that don't subscribe to a particular religious um, faith, no, but they're wa- they're watching the story. The oh, they're watching the story, the retelling of a story of a of a of a of a, of a, a teenage mother. Uh-huh. Um, they had they had a baby in a manger that 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 was under attack, and um mm. and and. Is is revered as as the, uh, one of the greatest prophets to ever you know walk the earth. So oh, wow. it's it really has imp- uh, uh, the storyline goes well beyond you know um, a, a particular religious um, mm-hmm. tradition, which is important, right? It's very, very important. important. Yep, that's why I was saying earlier. You know, we have. Uh, I mean. The temperature the temperature in our country right now is is one of uncertainty. You know. And this is one of the programs. We have, poli- we have political parties that divide, and, and religions can be divisive, and this can be divisive, but the arts is a unifier. It's a, the, the perfect unifier. And we only have a few uh, seconds left, so probably it only remains for me to thank each one of you for being here today. And uh, with a promise that we, you need to bring students, so these impactful stories are really told by the ones that receive the benefits of an arts education. So last, just a, a small word. They need to go to Carlson Cole, right, Frank? It's a life-changing experience around the holiday time. There you go. Thank you.